We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You knew it! Why? You tell the story! Why? You tell the whole damn world this is bad territory! You know it! Why? You tell the story! Why? You tell the whole damn world this is bad territory! You know it! Why? You tell the story! Why? You tell the whole damn world this is bad territory! And welcome back to another episode of the Bearcast. The California Golden Blogs well, podcast. Are, they, are we really welcoming welcoming them back because they're starting this one? True, but if they've listened to the last one, well, and they're it's coming. not a continuing conference. Uh, this is just semantics. Never mind. <laughs> um, we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, we've been trying to get him on the show for months. since we started. Since we, <laughs> since we started, he was he was I think priority number zero <laughs> or priority point zero point five at the very least. I think he might yeah. have been he might have been tied with Nam. Yeah. You might have been tied with Nam. Uh, Nam will take issue with that. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Eugene Chu. Hi. Hi, everyone. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Clap, clap. Clap, 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 clap. Yeah, we'll we'll edit that out. (laughs) Uh, We we just brought him in just because we want to talk some football. We want to talk some spring game. We want to talk some depth chart. Um, And spring game is this Saturday for Cal Day 2K16. And he is the man to talk to in terms of Cal football stuff. So. Um, You're too less, kind. Too less, kind, too less kind emotional than now. Uh, we can be less kind. <laughs> yeah. Be me. No, we. I like that. I have a creed that we. I listen to the occasional sports talk radio show, and I just. I, sadly, this is the aim of a lot of TV. I feel this, these days is just to make you angry. Yeah. Just to say things in a certain way. Like, uh, what was I listening to about? It was something about. Uh, I don't know, um, the North Carolina losing the national title game and how they had to take that loss like a man. Right. And they go into the whole, Cam Newton isn't a real man. And I'm just thinking, for the love of God, that happened three months ago. The guy is emotional, and would you do the same thing in that situation? Maybe, maybe not, but don't judge him. You're an asshole. Yeah. Well, and he's playing water polo now, so that, that yeah. he's, just, he's having a blast of a summer. And he's Wait, making, he's playing water polo? Cam Newton is seriously yeah making yeah. an ungodly amount of money and playing water polo. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah, um, let's get started uh, with some Cal football offseason talk. Uh, the first one, a Demetrius Robertson update, as we've been doing for the past couple of weeks. And Trace, what do we have? Um, 
from this sheet of paper I have in front of me, it looks like we have nothing. Once again, we have okay. nothing. We have absolutely zero updates um, in terms of that five-star recruit. I did see something on a Georgia's rival site, but it was mostly, yeah, he still hasn't picked yet. Yeah. Wait, it's not Georgia Tech? It was, uh, it was one of the two. Well, I think he, it was Georgia. He signed a financial aid with us, Georgia Tech, yeah. and Georgia, so okay. he could talk to whoever it's out a, of those three. Had some quotes about Kirby Smart, and that was about it. Yeah. Yeah, if I may uh, paraphrase Nam, wake me when something actually happens. Exactly. Yeah, but people ha- do send the occasional email asking about Demetrius Thompson just because it's a it's a big name that we're still in the mix of. So yeah. we've decided to give this update every week and say nothing. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> protesters up in the trees back in the day. That's throwing red meat to our listeners. Yeah, yes. like that. Yeah. Um, actually, it's more of like. Some well-cooked tofu. Yeah, <laughs> that works. Well-seasoned. Yeah, very well-seasoned. Yes. Maybe deep-fried as well. Yeah. Some cheese board. Yeah, oh, okay. That sounds good. Yeah, that yeah. does. I mean, that always sounds good. <laughs> uh, but on to the spring game preview. As Trey said, the spring game is this Saturday. Uh, it is at 11 a.m. at Memorial Stadium. Oh, crap, I have on, to wake up. Yeah, on Cal Day. Um, I think all three of us are going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but In some capacity. Yeah. Um, let's get into this. Uh, let's start with the depth chart. The depth chart was just released a couple days ago, um, on, I think the 5th of April. Which so would, last uh, week. put it at last week. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you know what? Let's just, uh, let me just ask you guys a few questions about it. Any surprises for the two of you in terms of the depth chart? Um, surprises in terms of guys you didn't expect to be that high on the depth chart, maybe there, or maybe too low. Anybody? You're our guest. Uh, yeah, you're <laughs> our guest. Eugene, you can start. Well, I wouldn't go with surprises necessarily, but a couple of significant changes that everyone should be aware of. Uh, Luke Rubenzer, or Rubenzer, uh, yep. is, as far as I can tell, as of yesterday, no longer playing quarterback. Uh, he was in a blue uh, defense jersey yep. uh, running with the safeties. Yeah, It's probably um, for the best at this yeah. point. And the other sort of surprise, well, I wouldn't really call it a surprise, but um, Addison Ooms is consistently getting uh, reps with the first team and not Don Granado. Yeah, and... Uh, He's moving on up. Yeah, I mean, I, a, I mean, the quarterback race is now a four-horse race. Yeah. Not, no longer a five-horse race. So, so. I'm, I'm starting to think that Forrest is probably going to start for the most part, but I could see Klein making a move. Bowers hasn't been consistent. Yeah. He's, he'll make a great throw, and then he'll hit a defensive guy right in the pads. Mm-hmm. I think he did that to Rambo yesterday, right? Yeah, he did. Wait, I think you're thinking uh, Bowers, not Klein, vice versa? Klein uh, being the inconsistent one, right? No, well, Bowers wasn't inconsistent. Well, Klein is inconsistent. I, yeah. We already know that. Yeah, yeah. So. But Bowers has more time to work on his consistency. Right. But I could see Klein being the backup again to Forrest. Or Bowers being the backup. It could go either way, honestly. I'm far from clairvoyant when it comes to these things. Yeah. Uh, people have to also understand with the whole Klein issue, too, is there's still an asterisk in terms of Klein even being on the team next yeah. year. He's in the fight right now, but if he doesn't get into a grad school here, he won't be a part I'm of the team. I'm willing to bet that he will. Yeah. So they'll, they'll help him out a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, of course. While they haven't been as kind in letting people in, I th- he's a good student from what I know. He, mm-hmm. He'll get in. Yeah, so that's just the asterisk about him because he's technically a walk-on right yeah. now. So um, other than that, uh, any other – who's – okay, uh, let's 
let's go from that on to, or do you have another point that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, um, one more note about the depth chart. Because Damari drew, well, officially he's out for the rest of spring with a knee injury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's speculation that it could be for much longer than that. Yeah. Um, they just haven't said anything yeah, yet. They, haven't, they anything. haven't said whether it's an ACL or an MCL. Right. If he needs surgery or if he just I mean, he's like going to have surgery. Yeah. I think yeah. they've gone over that part. Um, it sounds bad. Like, he'll be out for a significant amount of time. So Kyrie Vanderbilt um, has, for now, stepped into the starting spot next to Rambo. Um, but the, there's a chance it might be done by committee. Uh, yeah. Depending on whether Jalen Hawkins uh, can develop over the summer and fall camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, we were just talking about this before, but Trey Turner, I think, also has a has a good shot at maybe moving back into that safety spot because he's been making some plays uh, this spring as well. So he's an athlete. So yeah, yeah that's also one to look at. Um, but let's move on. Uh, the two deep in terms of, I mean, I think the biggest, the biggest point of interest that most people have with this team going into spring ball, going into fall, other than the quarterback position, are our wide receivers. Yeah, we have, we're three deep at every single position. Yeah, I seems. mean, we were looking at the depth chart right now, and we looked at the wide receiver, the Z spot, and the starters listed as Chan Hansen, but right behind him is you have Carlos Strickland, Jordan Duncan, and Austin Aaron. <laughs> I mean... Three guys who can play. Yeah. Yeah, you can... I mean, you can literally draw straws to yeah. pick the starter, and all three, all four of them would be solid at that position. I was watching tape of the uh, Arizona State game from last year where Hanson made a number of catches, and he deserves to be there, but these guys are – they bring different things to the table. Right. Mm-hmm. Strickland can stretch the field, same with Austin Aaron. Duncan has great hands, it's fluid in his route running. It's just – there's a lot of different threats, and they'll be around for a long time. Mm-hmm. So it's a good problem to have. Yeah, I agree with that. And just a quick note on each of the four guys. Um, Chad Hansen, I believe he's still not on scholarship, but I'd be wow. really surprised if he doesn't get one this summer. Yeah. Yeah, he'll, yeah they have to give him one yeah. at this point. And when they do uh, time 40s, which I think is at sometime next month before the semester yeah, ends. Yeah, they'll... Uh, um, I'm predicting four four flat um, for Hanson. For Hanson, yeah, yeah, he's going to be one of the fastest guys on the team. Yeah, you don't really think of him as a speed guy, but no, that's that might even be more because the other guys, some of the other guys on the team, like super the, fast. the Vic Wharton's, the Brandon Singletons, yeah, and Ward- guys like that, are Wharton's Jack gotten up there. I'm, I didn't expect him to be just. He's tied for being at the top of the X step right. chart. Yeah. I didn't expect that as quick. I thought we'd see uh, Jack Austin outside at the X, but he's playing the H, right. it seems. So it's a bit, just a bit confusing to me as to how they've used some of these guys in the past, and they're moving them around, and they're getting pushed back. Right. Um, I could talk about that now or later. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Let's let's talk about that now. Um, We're here to talk. Yeah. So from what I can tell, uh, Jake Spavadol's system is a little bit different than uh, – Tony Franklin's. Mm-hmm. Um, he uses uh, different receivers in different spots, uh, even if they're you know nominally like your X or your Z. Um, he'll flip receivers to different sides. So sometimes your Z will be on the left, the X will be on the right. And the really interesting thing is your two slot guys move around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as motion goes, or just um, <coughs> you just say like you're putting them on. Both on the one side for a trips package or something like that, or yes, okay. I can only say yes. I okay. can't give you more details on that because I don't want to skid in trouble. Yeah. But, um, oh. 
Right, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, but I think the reason for moving Jack Austin inside is to have a big body at the H position. Okay. And I think in uh, Jake's Bobbitt's system, the H is kind of your tight end, H-back guy. Yeah, I mean, you look at the guys listed at the H position with Hudson, VC, Austin, and Ashton. Not a single guy is below the height of 6'3". Yeah, they're, bo- they're all in that same mold. And uh-huh. when you flip to the other side with the Ys, you right. have uh, Stovall as your top guy mm-hmm. there. And he's 5'9", 185. So. Okay. And then uh, Rob and I were chatting about this at practice yesterday, but um, it seems like the the ideal Y in Jake's system is kind of your Tavon Austin yeah. type player. And that, from what I've heard and seen, Stovall is that guy. He's yeah. 100% that guy. Yeah, he's apparent. According to Gorsi, he's had the best spring out of anyone. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. yeah. Well, well I, I would agree with that, but um, <laughs> I wouldn't count out um, – there's another freshman. Sorry, I'm, I'm having a brain crap right now. I'll get back to it. There's another freshman who I think is right up there. White out. Jordan or? Duncan? Um, Duncan's up there. Bankhead? Bankhead. Oh, God. I'll come back to it. Okay. That. There's another freshman. Bankhead's yeah. behind Stovall on the depth right. for yeah, why? Yeah. I mean, I think the reason, you know, we were all talking about this at practice yesterday. The reason we all think that Stovall's had the best one is because he's one of those guys that what we saw on tape from him in high school translated perfectly right. into what he's doing on the field mm-hmm. right now. There hasn't been a little drop-off just because he's faced bigger, faster, stronger, right. older guys. Yeah. It's it's He's doing the exact same thing, and he's doing it with efficiency, and it's paying off. Yeah. I think that's the bigger part. That's why we're so amazed at just right. his talent level um, so, so, so far this spring. Um, but, I mean... I think all I think this recruiting class is is pretty outstanding. Um, with with last year's recruiting class, this is this is building a foundation. Yeah. Um, these are all guys that'll be here for three to four years. I don't see anyone leaving early, um, but I mean, who knows? Maybe Stovall leaves after three years. I think he has the talent too. But those will be um, three good years with him. Exactly. <laughs> if exactly, it all comes to fruition. <laughs> yeah, that's the big if. Yeah. Yeah. And no, one follow up comment to that is, I think the staff, despite you know, the rivals or scout or ESPN or I guess 24-7 recruiting ratings. Um, I feel like they've identified the type of player that they want. Mm-hmm. They've scouted um, maybe not perfectly, but they've scouted really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you have a fairly high yield rate and a pretty low bust rate. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It seems like everyone in the past two classes are going to contribute in some way, if not, you know, this year or next year at some point. At least offensively. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone's busted in terms of uh, just recruits that you know are going to come in and not just fill out the depth, but all, mm-hmm. but actually consistently contribute. And but the the flip side is we've done we haven't done well with yep. junior college transfers nor um, on the defensive side of the ball. So yeah. there's a little bit of a little asterisk. Uh, you I mean, know. the defense is starting to shape up. We yeah. saw shades of it last year, but a bunch of guys left who were contributors mm-hmm. on that side. Well, with the, Craig and being the biggest one. Yeah. With the defense specifically, I think the secondary has a lot of a sort of unproven uh, yeah. a- athleticism and talent. Um, one of the comments that I made to our rivals uh, subscribers last week was, I think uh, we have the potential to have the best secondary since maybe 2008, 2009. And that was um, interception-heavy secondary. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because you have guys 
you know, with size, with experience and athleticism. Yeah. So anywhere from like Malik Songs, who's a solid like 6'2", 190. To yeah. Rambo, who's 6'3". Yeah, yeah. You, you do have three guys back there that are first-time starters at right. this depth chart holds in uh, Albert, Vanderbilt, and Rambo. Right. I mean, they're really inexperienced, but on the other hand... They're, they're very talented. Yeah, they're I, athletic. I like Albert. He's... I mean, he's a senior, so he won't stick around, but... He's solid in all aspects. I like his uh, closing speed. Yeah, I mean, he's, what, 6'1", 205, yeah. and he can hit, but he can run also. Yeah, I mean, we saw that hit yesterday yeah. um, that we talk- I talked about in the in the recap notebook was, I mean, they threw, I don't know who threw one out, but he threw one out to uh, Grayson Bankhead on the, on the right sideline. Yeah. Right as the ball got caught, Antoine Albert just timed it perfectly with a run and just smacked him. The ball comes out. He scoops it up, and it, they that, run it to the other end. That is the yeah. worst as a receiver, taking that hit, just yeah. getting set up for that one. Because yeah. you know it's coming. I'm I'm 99% sure he knew it was coming. Uh, I'd say 50-50. Sometimes you know it's coming. Sometimes you don't turn your head yeah. fast enough. Plus head on you, a swivel. As right. Your vision's normally like this. You can see out to about here. Yeah. But it's compressed to about this. Yeah. And then you'll see a guy coming out of the corner of your eye, and you're just like, eh, yeah. right into the rib. Yeah. No. Um, but that hit was just, you. we heard it. Like, we, we were across the field, and we still heard that hit. That means um, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clean right, was, one, too. That was my play of the day yesterday. Yeah. Well, yeah, that one, and I think uh, the McCreary run, where he beat three guys and oh, stiff-armed right. one. Um, also, you know, this is just side notes, but um, also that Grayson Bankhead, that little stutter step with that yeah. foot. That was oh, that was impressive, um, but those were the highlights from yesterday. But I'm pretty sure there'll be more highlights come Sunday or Saturday. So I just remembered who the other well, technically he's a redshirt freshman because he didn't play in the fall. But Carlos Strickland, oh, yes. has made huge strides yes. in the past. I want to say three months since the season ended. Yeah, um, the guys. You know, he's put on I'd say a solid 10, 15 pounds of muscle. He's They're filled feeding out. Feeding them well down there. Yeah, and the other thing too is he actually looks like he knows where he's supposed to be, um, you know, which route to run. Um, from what I heard, you know, in high school, he didn't re- receive as much high-level coaching. And he yeah. just dominated guys just based on his Physi- size and his athletic yeah. ability. Like they may have three routes for him. Right. Deep, yeah. curl, slant. <laughs> Pretty much. And I mean, you know, that's all you need, but yeah. you need more complex stuff right. at this level. I mean, not that the air rate is that complex, but no. it does seem like uh, it's Strickland... A, it's a step up. Right. Strickland knows the route tree now. Yeah. He knows the offense, and he looks comfortable. And I yeah. think he's going to contribute in a big way this year. I mean, we talked about this yesterday, but just looking at the, the wide receiver, just the depth chart, maybe <clears> even looking at the two deep or the three deep, I don't know how – I mean, this is just optimistic me, but I don't know if how, as an opposing team, you game plan for our receivers. Like last year, if you looked at our team and you're game planning in terms of the passing game, you look at, okay, you look at Steven Anderson, you deny him the inside of the field. You look at um, Kenny Lawler, you don't let him beat you on the outside. He'll he, You know, that fade route is going to destroy you. You know, you and you look at uh, what's it, Treggs? Don't let him run that post route. Try to deny him anything on that in terms of that. You know, there's there's way you can there's ways you can tell your DBs like how to play these certain receivers. But you look at our guys right now, and there's not one. There's not that first string guy isn't going to get seventy percent of the snaps. Right. Every single guy has the ability to just come in and just be that guy for the day. Yeah. And so in terms of in terms of that 
just that coaching. I don't know how you're going to do that. I don't know how you're going to say, okay, how are you, how are you going to game plan for, for 12 receivers? It's just, I don't know how you're going to do that. You don't. You the, can't. And you have guys with more energy, obviously, yeah. and just keep freaking firing at them. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is the old blueness in me. Because, uh-huh. I mean, when did I graduate? 2003. <laughs> um, I've seen a lot of bad football in my time, uh-huh. but I, I do love yep. the optimism. Um, it's much welcome and everything I, else. And honestly, I think our receiver core is arguably deeper and has more, uh, you know, from the first guy to the third guy in the depth chart, has yeah. more, you know, just kind of raw, untapped potential yeah. than last year's. Yeah, I mean, surprising. I mean, last year's I think is definitely more consistent than than this year's. Right. That's what that yeah. that's that goes out with because those were senior guys exactly. So, yeah. But you look at it now, and you just have all that depth. You know, if if one guy's if that, you know, let's just just for the sake of the argument, let's say uh, let's say Patrick Worstel is is the starting at the X position. If he's having a bad day, he's you take you put Singleton right in, and I don't think you have a drop off between one and two. Yeah, if same Singleton, with Wharton. Exactly. If Singleton's having a bad day, then then you put in Wharton for the rest of the game. I don't think there's no drop off there either. Same with Hudson, VC, Austin, and Ashton. Yeah, like I don't. I don't see then all the Z's exactly. And there's wise. Yeah, I mean, even with the running backs, the top four guys, there's not that much yeah. of a drop off. They bring something else to the it's table, the, but it's the old, just what we had under Ron Gould in the early <laughs> Tedford days. A lot of running backs contributing. Right. Like you have, hey, you have Adam Ginobi Echimondu, and then you have JJ Arrington, and then you have Marcus O'Keefe, Terrell Williams, Terrell that. Williams. Yes, yes, yes. Throw. He threw the first touchdown yeah, the pass, first touchdown. the Baylor one, yeah. yeah. When it was, what, 70 to... 70 22. to 22. 22. Yeah, it was 35 nothing after the first quarter. I remember yeah. that very fondly. That's when I officially started liking football. Yeah, but I think we're now wide receiver U. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. At this point, we yeah. have to be. I mean, we used to be running back U, so... Yeah. For, I mean, we still kind of are. Yeah. We, Lasko will play. Yeah, so. Lasko will be there. Um Let's let's move on from the depth chart. Let's talk about Saturday. Saturday is actually for the first time in a long time is actually going to be a live, real, full team, two team scrimmage. Yeah. Yes, I, yes. I can't yes, remember yes, the first, yes. last time it was really a scrimmage. May twenty twelve when they had it down at Edwards. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. And they did say that they, they got were so sunburned that day. <laughs> hey, that's when uh, I think Klein threw the touchdown to Anderson. Yeah. To win the. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I can't the blue, remember the blue, it was, blue it game, was either right? Klein or Hinder. I can't remember. Was it Hinder? Well, ah, God, I don't remember. I was. Maybe uh, it was Hinder. I think it was just because I was uh, friends with Hinder at the right. time, since we lived in the same building as freshmen, and uh, we. I was I was working there at the time. I was. They had the crane lifts yeah. or whatever oh, they right, were. Right, the right. scissor lifts. There we go. You're high up there. You're burning to death <laughs> up there. Luckily, I had a water bottle. I swiped some Gatorade from the <laughs> But yeah, no, that was that was Hinder. I'm remembering right okay. now, and it was Hinder to Anderson, 75 yards to end the game, and then they, I think they had to go for two, and I think they missed it. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the greatest year, but that game was fun. I mean, this is actually this is the first time in a, in a very long time, as we just talked about, and they're. It's you know Sonny was saying yesterday how 
they actually have the numbers, they actually have the depth, and they have enough people healthy that they can actually do this. Yeah, they're not going to do special teams, I don't think. But uh, yeah, they'll probably do some. They'll probably do some place kicking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I probably I highly doubt any punt returns or kickoffs. Yeah, you don't want guys getting hurt on that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sonny did say yesterday that um, they're not going to do any live kickoffs or punts. Yeah. yeah. There will be real game uh, field, field goals. Field goals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we're looking at this going. Okay, this. This is a good thing. This is we have. We need to pick our starting quarterback. Uh, we need a little bit more game situations for our wide receivers just to hash out just who's the one, yeah. who's the two, who's the three just at each position. How, how it's going to feel in a game situation is so much different from how right. it feels during one on ones. Exactly, because you can run routes off each other and everything. I mean, they do that from time to time, mm-hmm. but and also uh i think it'll be fun for fans to see the different well not just the team overall but specifically the different kind of uh how can i say it? like the blitz packages the different pressures yeah, yeah, on yeah. defense like, yeah. um, i suspect that you'll see some of it on saturday yeah. not all of it of course not but the defense has been doing a lot of new interesting things this spring yeah um, and along with the offense, too, you're going to see a lot of new plays that you haven't right. seen over the last couple of years with the Tony Franklin system. Now you're going to see with Jake's battle. And you know what? I, I mean, you and I have seen a couple of these. Right. And I think I think some people are going to go, oh, wow, we can we do that now. Yep. I think there's going to be a couple of plays like that um, that we can't talk yeah. about right now since, you know, but um, you'll I think see it on Saturday. That's more incentive to go. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's on Pac-12 Network. Yeah. too. So, you know, if you want to catch if it, that you way, don't you have direct if you are not a direct TV subscriber. Yeah. <laughs> my parents are still pissed about that. <laughs> Luckily my dad goes to all of them so he doesn't care but Yeah, um so and it's on Cal Day. So I'm I hope there's going to be a lot of people. I hope the team has a lot of people watching yeah. too. I think yeah. they'll like it if there's a lot of people watching. Um hopefully, I mean, we're not you know, Sonny's not going to make the the huge commitment like uh, Urban Meyer did if you guys saw what he said uh for Ohio State spring game this year. He said, "If there's not a hundred thousand people, I'm going to resign." Wow! Um, at, <laughs> at the and spring he's game, going to cite heart problems. Then go back to Florida, <laughs> circle of life. He's going to go back uh, to ESPN commentating, right? maybe for a year. Then he'll go to like a dude, probably like Penn State or something. <laughs> dude, he could easily get a gig like Gruden and yeah. just talk. Yeah, and all get day. paid like three million, four million a year just yeah. to talk. Um, all right, uh, let's let's talk about the spring game then, just for a little bit. Do you guys have any? Let's talk about the. Should we talk about offense or defense first? Should we? Uh, we gave a lot of love to the offense. Yeah, so let's, we talk, about probably let's talk about the defense. So we know that there's going to be two teams. Uh, Sonny did say that the players are going to pick. Yeah. So uh, the two the two teams. God, that's so. one of the worst. <laughs> that's probably one of the worst feelings. It's a. It, I don't think it'll. You be don't want to be the last guy. Pick, no. Right? Yeah. I I say they just like flip a coin. For half of them, I think yeah. I, I think it might be just you might just pick positionally, like you know yeah, all the O line guys get together and then we just do rock paper scissors and the losers and the winners, you know Bull so on so on and so forth like two, that. So on that yeah. Side. Well, Sonny did say yesterday there's going to be six captains, three for each side. That makes sense. And I have a feeling they're just going to decide collectively. Hey, we want you know this group of guys, and yeah. you know the other side says okay, yeah. we'll take this group of guys. Yeah. So. Yeah. So let's look at the defense. Who out of the defense? Well, not not for us, but for the new people that are going to be watching this team for the first time come come Saturday. Who are the who are a couple guys? Should we just should we go with three as a yeah? Three let's go with pick three. Let pick three. Go. Let's pick three guys that you think will be people are going to be going. Who's that? Who's that guy? 
Wait, are we each picking three? Or yeah, yeah. Why don't we do that? If we, if it yeah. overlaps, it overlaps. Okay. Um, but should we start with Eugene? Eugene, you want to go first? We'll go yeah. one at a time. Okay. So you just go. So it gives you time to think as well. So I think what I'll do is go one by each level. All right. There we yeah, go. that's a good. All right. Good idea. So we'll start with the line. Uh, D line. Yeah. Um, Noah Westerfield. Uh, he's. From what I can tell, he's out of his sophomore slump. Mm-hmm. Um, he's reclaimed his spot, so yeah. to speak. Oh, he was bad last year. I don't know what it was. It was just, he just... He probably thought he had mono for the year, <laughs> but he was just really bored. Yeah, it just seemed like he his head just wasn't in the game for whatever reason in the fall. But again, it could just be your typical sophomore slump. Yeah. Right? And he got dumped. Is that what happened? <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the few reasons I could see for something yeah. like that. Like, you're just... He's the only Cal football player that follows me on Twitter, so I'm rooting for Noah Westerfield, yeah, no, wherever, whatever totally it goes. Be no, but seriously, the, in the past week and a half, I'd say since the uh, that first open Saturday scrimmage, uh-huh. like he's been a beast up front. Um, I think he'll be arguably more solid than Kyle Cragen. He won't be as fast and explosive, but yeah. he'll hold the point. Cragen um, also had a whole year off before right but he really deal. did have mono then, yeah right? yeah he yeah. wasn't just really bored no no nor was he maybe broken apart by yeah, someone we don't know that we don't know maybe he's just stronger <laughs> like britney spears Wait, does no one listen yesterday. to our podcast i don't know probably I not <laughs> i hope he doesn't i hope he doesn't uh trace for you Okay, let's see. Or wait, you only picked one. Do you want to go through the other two? Okay, yeah, I'll go through the other two. So, uh, linebacker. um, This is a tough one. Yeah, we don't have too many. I want to go with uh, Deron Brown. Or Uh is it Darren Brown? Darren Brown? Darren Darren Deron, one of the two. Yeah, he's moved down from safety, and he just seems like a different player. Um, Last year, because he was a spring athlete. He was, yeah. Yeah, from Mesa. But he's... He seemed to struggle in coverage, but he was a good kind of in-the-box safety. Yeah. yeah. But it just seemed like a logical thing to move him uh, one level down um, as your kind of... Kind of a rover position yeah, that type. rover here. linebacker that uh, Jake Kearney used to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's been making plays. Yeah. He's a good blitzer. He's a good tackler. And um, as a linebacker in coverage, you know, he can cover backs out of the flat. Mm-hmm. He can move over and cover the tight end in a pinch if he has to. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has the speed to to make to close out on guys as well. I mean, coming from the safety spot as well. Six one two ten. Yeah. So, so I mean, he's kind of like, poor. Uh, I don't know if this is accurate or not, but he's kind of a poor man, Sua Cravens. Okay. Uh, maybe he can be a rich man. Middle class man's We're nice. We're all about yeah. the working man here. Yes. The blue collar guys. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely, uh, I'd say uh, Deron Brown at linebacker and at defensive back. Um, I got to go with Evan Rambo. Um, he's bigger. I want to say he's faster. There's something about him watching him this spring. It's his just... name's his name's Rambo. We yeah. <laughs> we talked about this earlier before the show about uh, my concerns about uh, Laramie Tunsil coming yeah. into the draft. His name sounds too much like Turnstile. <laughs> oh man. And how Shaw Ferguson was right. literally a brick. Right. He was a wall. He was good. He has a good name. Right. And I think that predisposes a lot of people to be good at what they do. Right. Um, your career tends to follow how your name sounds. Yeah, like think Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. Yeah. It just Upper echelon. Wilt the stilt. Yes. Um, I don't think we've had a guy of his physical attributes. Six in a three, two oh five at safety. Um 
Yeah, I can't remember any safeties. Like I'm him. thinking, like this Deku, was, or? no, even before that, this um, Marquis Smith. This was like 25, 20, yeah, 25 years ago. That's a little before my time. Yeah, because <laughs> we had a strong safety. This was back when I was a kid. Um, I think he played under Gilbertson or Holmo. Uh, man, but he was a good like six three, two ten, two fifteen. Yeah, he could run. He I've could kind run. of erased those years from yeah. my memory. <laughs> well, like I said, I've watched a bat, a lot of bad football. Games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, Evan Rambo. Um, you know, he's going to be a first-time starter, but he has the potential to be that enforcer that you want. I mean, you s- I mean, we've seen him during the one-on-ones, yeah. and he's just overbearing on some of the wide receivers. I mean, he might not. He, he might get a little to bit. Match up with them. I mean, he might. Sometimes he gets a little bit of distance from the wide receivers just in terms of speed. Right. But then his his arm length and his catch radius just yeah. is so big that he just can kind of jump towards the receiver and just tip the ball out like he's. It's just how long his arms. Do you are. think he's going to be courted as a defensive back in the pros, or if he goes to the pros, or because he has the size? He does yeah, have the size. Will. Yeah, he has the Sherman size that yeah. they're looking for. The question so. is, can he lay the hits being a safety? Can yeah. he? Oh, can no, he? I think so. Can he track them in the right yeah. angles and make his the name hits? Rambo? We've been over. This. <laughs> yeah. So if he can do that, I don't think I think people are going to look at him and go, okay, he might he's has the at least the, right now he has the size to be an NFL safety. Yeah. yeah. So the question is, can he do all the other things that you need a safety right. to do? I mean, ideally, you would love for him to kind of be like our Cam Chancellor. Yeah, just Back lay there. down hits. Yeah. Yeah, and just oh. close out. So. I like that. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to you, Trace. Okay. So start def- at the line. Defensive line. I'm going to take uh, Cameron Saffle. Okay. I've liked this guy yeah. since he came out of high school. I thought his tape looked. While he wasn't the biggest guy, he was the most explosive guy. Yeah. And he has that work ethic. We saw it last year. He's at 245 as of this death chart. Yep. Which is, he was at 215 to start. So that's a pretty large improvement. I, As someone who gained 30 pounds in between college and now, <laughs> I can say that it's a lot. But he's, I... Though he's behind Westerfield, I think they're going to rotate guys like they yeah. do with wide receivers. They've been rotating guys as long as I can remember. And Saffle will play a large role if he shows that he's explosive and can make plays, can make sacks. I think he he could be at the level that Kyle Cragen was, yeah. at least this year, and if get past that in the future. So I'd like to see what he can do this weekend. I think the bigger thing, I mean, just because one of you guys said Noah Westerfield and the other guys, other, you know, Trace said Cameron Saffel. I just like the guys. Yeah, so. I, I, think, I think it only helps just because if they're playing at the same position, the competition of I want to be better than him, Absolutely. you know, even though you're on the same team, it's that constant. If you, if you divide the snaps between the two of them 50-50, one of them's going to, I mean, one of them yeah. has to get the starting job. One of them's going to yeah. want the starting job more. They're going to produce more just because they want that job. So I think it just it'll it'll only help them get better. Yeah. With with the competition it's a between little the like two of them. The, uh, this is a bit of an oblique reference, but the uh, 67-76ers, where they won sixty nine games in a season and finally beat the Celtics for the first time and whatever to win a title that year. Or the Warriors this year they're being pushed by the Spurs and the Celtics. Exactly. And everything and if they have each other to just push each other, then you get such good. You elevate from that. Yeah. So I'm Wait, can I ask a that. Warriors question for the benefit of Nam? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, who thinks uh, they'll get the 73rd win? They're playing the Grizzlies. I thought they were playing the Jazz. No, they get the Grizzlies at home. They get the Grizzlies at home. 
Wow. They, oh, they, wait. May it's Kobe playing the Jazz. Kobe's yeah. playing the Jazz. There we go. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Um, I think they get it. I think they get it. But the, the only thing that has me worried is the Grizzlies aren't making the playoffs. No. They got nothing they to have, play for. They have no Marcus Gasol. They have no Mike Conley. But they have Matt Barnes, and he can throw some punches. Exactly. Uh, but, I mean, we saw the Grizzlies game last week yeah. and how that yeah. turned out. Um, and th- there's there's going to come a point where because you don't have two of their best starters, in terms of play and how you game plan, it becomes a little more balanced at, in terms of, for Memphis. You're not going to have – you don't have to worry about Mike Conley scoring 14 on you. You don't have right. to worry about Marcus grabbing 12 rebounds and scoring 25 and getting seven assists on you. Yeah. So you, you don't have t- to worry about that. You have to worry about the other guys. But – if one guy decides to go off um, and you weren't prepared for that... Say Matt Barnes just decides to cold cock Steph Curry. Well, I mean, he, he, kind, of, he kind of did that on Saturday, right? He had, yeah. what, is it 24 points and 12 rebounds or something like that? I think it was 15 rebounds, yeah, actually. He, he went yeah, nuts. so he went nuts. So Wait, did he get teed for that? He should have, right? No, he didn't punch anyone. No, he didn't we're punch just, anyone. We're just <laughs> saying that he went off yeah, fi- yeah. Li- figuratively as opposed to literally. Yeah, so I think it just... That's the only worry I have is that they have nothing to play for. Yeah. They they literally all they're playing for is to play spoiler. Yeah. yeah. They could just be that team. They could be the spoiler team. I mean, that 72 wins is still incredible. Uh-huh. But, but that's the scariest that part about later. this Grizzlies team, right? Is that they have nothing to lose. Yeah. Well, wasn't not it like Scotty Pippen saying the other day that well, 73 mean, uh, 70 72 73 wins doesn't mean anything if you don't have a ship, right? Yeah. yeah. So you want guys to be healthy. I mean, that's the that's the age-old debate that everyone's talking about with this, right? Is that if you had the option of going for this record versus resting guys towards the end so you yeah. can be fresh for the playoffs and and maybe go get that championship, of course everyone's going to say you go get both. But if yeah. if you were to choose between one or the other, yeah, you want the championship. You want the championship yeah. over over a record. I mean, it right? helps that they've already won one, so they know that they can get there and what it takes. Right. But it's uh, just a fight against complacency at this point. Yeah. yeah. The Pat Riley disease of more. Yeah. And who knows? This team might not be the same team come next year. Yeah. yeah. Come next season, there's a lot of there's moves that need to be made. Harrison yeah. Barnes needs a new contract. And so Andrew Bogut so needs a new one. Okay. Kevin Steph needs a raise. Yep. Yeah. Kevin Durant's on the market. Hey, oh. Yeah. Azili um, will be back in full force. Yeah. Does he replace Bogut? Yeah. yeah. Who knows? You're welcome, Nam. <laughs> um, and so, oh, okay. for the, your linebackers. Linebacker. Um, well, there's not too many of them that I can really choose from. I want to see what uh, Tonga Lava can do. Okay. Yeah. Haven't seen too much of him. I know we got a pick against Oregon a couple <laughs> mm-hmm. of years ago, but other than that, or no, that was Anoa'i. Ano- that was Anoa'i. No, was it Anoa'i? Uh, McClure got the tip, Anoa'i got the interception. That's okay. what the deal was. But I'm excited to see what Tongalava can do. Haven't seen much out of him. Yeah. So it's just his time to shine. He's listed as the starter, so hopefully he can yeah. do something. Well, the good thing is he can run. Yeah. And he's an ideal fit for a Kaufman system because yeah. he wants guys that can, you know, cover guys out of the backfield. I mean, the two need. guys the two guys that are listed as the two deep on at the Sam position is Tongalava and Anawai. Yeah. Both of them are athletes. Yeah. Like, they're legit athletes. And NOI can always go to a career in wrestling when he's done. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, and then for the corners, I'll go with um, Malik Psalms. Just, we are talking about him. Yeah, big body. Good choice. Big guy. Just, I mean, he's the backup right now, but he's a, he's a redshirt freshman behind a senior. He'll be starting next year. Yeah, I mean, the cornerback is, is just one of those things where you have two cornerback spots, and you have a 2-deep a at each position, but... It could just be you could overload. Like, it, you yeah. know, if Allensworth doesn't play, 
Are you going to start Ashton Davis? I don't think so. I think you go with Al- Antoine Albert and Malik Psalms. Yeah, the two cornerbacks. So there isn't too much of a difference. Yeah, in playing on yeah. either side. I mean, I would consider Psalms a co-starter. Yeah, um, just because we're going to be seeing so many three and four wide receiver sets in the Pac-12, yeah. or, or even Going before back. that, because Texas will throw you know empty yeah. backfield. Yeah, sometimes and we're yeah. playing Hawaii, yeah. So, yeah. and they're yeah. all about passing. Yeah, I mean, you look at if you they're look still at the, the same. I don't actually know. <laughs> yeah, you look at the nickel package, the safe, the I mean, the and the cornerbacks, Cameron Walker, Trey Turner listed as the top two at the nickel. And then you have Antoine Albert, Malik Soms at one cornerback, Allensworth yeah. at Davis at the other cornerback. I think all six of them get playing time. I don't think anyone well, sits. Um, Davis may or may not be with the team in the fall. Um, uh, he's a track guy. Ah. And Sonny mentioned that he's not sure if he'll continue to play football, especially with, I think there's four new corners coming in. That's in right. Fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at least, I think at least two of those four will make the depth chart. In some yeah. I could see, um, Nigel um, Edmonds. Oh yes, that's right. Oh wow. I forgot about him. Yeah, yeah. He's, I forgot about our Finn. Exactly. He's our Finn. Yeah. Yeah. Came over from the dark side. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. He's our Finn. Gotcha. I totally forgot about that. Uh, and then my guy Travion Beck, I could see him. That's making right. It. Yeah. That's right. Travion. I love his film. So I actually uh, thought when I first saw Beck's film that he'd be a great fit at Coffin's nickel position. Yeah. Because he likes to, even though he's small, he likes to you know get in the mix. He's a good like, hitter. He yeah. closes well. Mm-hmm. And he has a chip on his shoulder. I don't. Yeah. He doesn't. I don't think he needs a chip on his shoulder, but he plays like he has a chip on his shoulder from just the tape. A bit of yeah. a spike, really. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he. He bleeds blue and gold. He wants to play. Yeah. Um, and, of course, we forget one of my favorite players coming in this in- incoming class, Mr. Evan Weaver. Oh, yeah. The J.J. Watt of Washington. Dude, he ran like a, was it a 11.5 or something? Wow. Yeah. In the 100 meters? Yeah, in the 100 That's meters. That's quick. Last month? Yeah. That's crazy. For a big guy. For He's like 245. Yeah, yeah. Right. Easy. Yeah, I never ran Just easy. <laughs> Just easy At work. At 175. Yeah. All right, last question in terms of the spring game for the both of you. Um, Who wins? But we don't even know the teams. I know. <laughs> Cal wins. Yeah, That's bold prediction. Answer. Cal wins. Okay. Uh, it's better than Cal losing last year. That's true. Because last year, I think Cal lost. Because that, whatever that spring experience was. That wasn't We got game. lots of good pictures out of it, though. We did. Um, I got several picture requests from members of the football team. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Who... Do we have a starter named by the end of spring game? I know, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll ask it this way, just because uh, Sonny at the post-game, inter, uh, post-practice interview yesterday said that that's, his, that's one of his goals. He wishes that they could name a starter by the end of spring game so that, that he can get the mass majority of the first-team reps so that he's ready to go into spring camp or into fall camp and then into, into, into the season. Into so they Australia. can work with him and just know he is the starter all throughout this summer. Do you think we name one? If so, who do you think shows up? No. 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 <laughs> no. Um, I would give a slight edge to Forrest. Yeah. And I've been saying this for the past you know, two weeks, or I guess three weeks, um, since the last week before spring break. Um, Forrest has the best footwork, uh, the most consistent uh, delivery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the strongest arm. Obviously, yeah. Klein does. He learned to... I feel Forrest... 
improved a lot playing behind Goff, right. just watching every single thing that he does well. But the thing to kind of consider is that Ross Bowers is a lot more comfortable in this version of the air raid because yeah. it's really similar to what he played in high school as opposed to Forrest, who I think played in a pro-style system. He did at, at modern, modern, modern day. day. Yeah. So uh, in Forrest's case, this is, what, the third new offense that he's learning in the past four years. Um, as opposed to Bowers, it's, you know, he's going back to what he ran for three years. So it's technically only one, maybe 1. 1.5. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, Bowers has made strides this spring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, his footwork's better. His deep ball, well, Rob and I were talking about this yesterday. His deep ball still needs work. It's 50-50. Yeah. Like, it's either on target or he's way right. off. But he's being aggressive. He's going for it. It's really good. Like yesterday, I think he connected with Chad Hansen for 40 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was right. a 40-yarder. Just got the toes in. That right. was a great grab. Yeah, and his short game, like he has a really, really good feel for the short mm-hmm. game. Whereas uh, Forrest, it's weird because Forrest, I think, had like a 74% completion percentage last spring. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's maybe high 50s this spring. But I think that's more a function of Forrest still learning the It's offense. still a bit clunky. Yeah, and, and becoming comfortable with you know, the reads, the checks, you know, and all then, the receivers, you know, running different routes than what he's, you know, used to. From yeah. last year. Then you have a Klein taking people's heads off yeah. in the short game. <laughs> so, yeah, a, a long-winded way of saying I agree with Trace. Uh, we're not going to have a starter. I don't no. think uh, we'll have a starter until maybe second or third week of camp. Yeah, I I don't know. I think smart money's on Forrest, yeah. but I'd put down a fiver on Bowers. Right. Um, there's been some chatter that there's a uh, grad transfer. And Davis Webb. And Davis Webb. Yeah, it may or may not be coming to Cal. Yeah. For people who don't know, who don't know Davis, Davis Webb is, was the starting quarterback of Texas Tech. Yeah. He graduated. He is currently committed to Colorado. Um, and they, I personally think he's going to stay there, but I also am doing this off of baseless <laughs> conjecture. So yeah. I'm not to be trusted. Yes. I mean, the only thing with him is that there's one. There's two things. The first one, Colorado Sefalufa out for next season. Yep. Yeah. So he With would the... he would be a very good stopgap guy, and if he wants to play one one more year, that's the place to go. But if he came and visited here, let's say he liked the school. It's it's this is more than just football, right? He's not going to be an NFL guy, in my opinion. Yeah. No. And if he just wants to be a part of the team, be around a team maybe mentor some of the younger guys, and then just keep on with his studies, this might be a place he wants to come to. Mm. But, I mean, the, he has a lot to think about. Well, um, the thing about him not being an NFL guy, um, some people think he has the arm. Oh. Um, but, well, one of the knocks on, I guess, especially the Texas Tech version of the air raid is, well, are you a quarterback, quarterback, or are you a system, product of the system? Yeah. Right? But um, to be fair, if he were real good at Colorado, I don't think he'd be labeled a system quarterback. Right. Oh, I'm yeah. not sure they have a system. Well, but I was I was talking about you know his time yeah, at, at Texas, Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. Yeah. I mean, technically, he did lose his job due to injury. And, yeah. Uh, Mahomes is you know by all means a legitimate you know replacement starter. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think uh, Forrest has the edge going into the summer. Yeah. That's the big question everyone has on their mind, right? Who's our starting quarterback for the next? Two years or so ish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think whoever becomes our quarterback, at least for the next two right. years, is our quarterback. Um, I wouldn't count out Max Gillian, though, because uh, it's not just well. If you've watched his tape, you yeah. can see what he can. He do. runs like a gazelle. Yeah, and yeah, he might not be able to make all the throws right now, as we've seen. Right. But the plays he's made with his legs yeah. have 
have yeah. been pretty outstanding. I give them a couple of years of seasoning, and right. I can see them starting. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, um, if you watch Gilliam just warming up and throwing, he throws a really good ball. Mm-hmm. But when he's actually running the offense, it looks like he's you know kind of processing the gears are still turning. A little yeah, he's too still much. thinking too yeah. much. Yeah. So the ball comes out late, or it comes out sideways, or funny. But um, the guy's got a. I actually think he has a better arm than Forrest and Bowers. He's got he's got but wheels he's got, too. He's got the that extra dimension yeah. that I think he's a runner. Ideally, especially in this kind of system, you want you want. He's I mean, not a Johnny Manziel. No, but he can you know move I mean, the chains. No with one his legs. is, and no one wants to be. Right? Yeah. Well, some people might want to be the college version of Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Winning the Heisman, you know, playing really well, drinking fireball. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <God. laughs> um, but I mean. Yeah, I mean, that's what we need, right? I mean, we run a zone read with the quarterback a lot, and then we pull it, and then we, you know, yeah. throw it into the flat, throw it yeah. into that bubble screen. But if we have a, but we've never had a quarterback that can run out of that pull. Yeah. yeah. If we have a guy who can run out of that pull, oh, defenses Golf have a lot more to four work. Four or five times. Yeah. yeah. And that was everyone held their breath. Yeah. Now it's more of a situation if a guy like Gilliam or Bowers has pretty good legs, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. If any of those guys decide to do it, it's more of a, okay, I think we got like six, seven yards out of this play. Well, one note about Bowers. The though. Bowers helicopter. Um, <laughs> I, that was a great highlight, probably one of the best uh, high school highlight or high school championship highlights in recent memory. Where he but, hopped over the guy. Yeah, but I think that's kind of deceptive. I mean, it's a highlight for a reason. Um, I wouldn't count on Bowers. So being... he's closer to Sage Rosenfels. <laughs> With the Rosencopter. Yeah. Um, Jerome Simpson. Yes. I, I, that was one hell of a jump. Yeah, I, he's not. I, no, but he's, yeah. Okay, he's somewhere in between. Uh, Probably closer to the Rosencopter. Yeah, because <laughs> the Jerome Simpson, you know, perfect landing, you know, 9.9. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Everyone that, lifting right? up 10s. Yeah. <laughs> huh. All right, um, so that's uh, that sums it up for football. We talked yeah. a very long time about football today, but hey, we have the spring game coming. We up, do. So. so the spring game mm-hmm. is this Saturday, eleven a.m. They're giving away uh, like uh, posters that they're only giving away at spring game that has mm-hmm. our schedule and all. They're also giving away mini footballs nice. uh, to the first five hundred people. So I'm just letting you know. I got a I got an autograph ball uh, last year uh, that they gave out like a full size, where it's mm-hmm. like half a football, half that. Um, the little white the, yeah surface. the white surface yeah that I you think can get I have one of those in my car right now yeah you um, said why. they're only giving out what like twenty of those or something five hundred oh five hundred mm-hmm. nice um, so yeah if you they have the, will probably so, have extras yeah so uh, go get those those are awesome and uh, actually I have a question uh, maybe Trace would know are they doing that surplus sale. Before the game, um, they've never done do it. That. No, they never. They've never done it before they the game. They don't do it before the game. They do it in oh, the after. summer. They do it in the summer. Oh, is it? Yeah. And they'll all. They're. They also have a. They've had some problems in equipment. I can't really go into them yeah. on here. Yeah. Because they got a new equipment guy for like the third time and or oh, wow. fourth time in the past five years. So. Yeah. Well, Moose retired. Right? Well, yeah, he's happened? he's down at a. He's like the overarching head. They've okay. kind of pushed him upstairs. Oh, that's from what, what I understand. Yeah, but they all they've done it in the summer. The last time they did it was a couple, a couple years or maybe three years ago yeah. uh, over the summer, and uh, so I mean, I'll ask. I actually don't know. Yeah, I mean, much. if they do, they'll most likely announce it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think I think we're good in terms of that. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's it for football. Yeah, um, we are going to let uh, Eugene go now. Yes. 
uh, because he has things to do. He's a busy man. He's got people to talk to. He's, <laughs> he's got people to see. He's going to go play busy. tennis. I'm going to go yeah. play tennis. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. It's a good yeah. time for playing it. Water. I'm playing a tournament water. next month, so yeah. i got to get some practice in. got to... I don't know. Yeah. So uh, send your complaints to at a guy named Nam. <laughs> uh, so thank you for coming in, no uh, Eugene. Thank uh, you for having me, guys. We'll edit in the applause. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we get you back on here after maybe a string game or yeah. before fall, just so we get some more football insight from you. Yeah, for sure. I would definitely be happy to come back. You guys have a really professional setup here, <laughs> Nam. We've been getting that <laughs> and a lot. And Mark too. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that wraps it up uh, for Hurry. Eugene, and uh, we'll be and we'll be going on to basketball now. Yeah, um, we will. So, thank you, Eugene. Okay, thanks, we'll guys. Of course. All right. See you guys next time. With basketball talk here, there's uh, yeah. come news, back news of transfers. Transfers. Yeah, tis the season, though we may get a shooting guard on Wednesday, which you will hear this on Wednesday, so or later, depending on when you download it. But that's not the point. We have a shooting guard coming in, uh, Nicholas Robinson. Yep. Uh, he's potential. He's maybe. Uh, but we do have already a transfer coming in. Uh, for, uh, sophomore from UNLV guard Jordan Cornish. He's 6'6", uh, 215. Uh, there's this, he's a former three-star shooting guard. He had originally committed to Conzo when he was at Tennessee, mm-hmm. but he moved over here, and he just said, you know what, I'm going to Vegas, mm-hmm. like uh, every rational 18-year-old. <laughs> yep, there's a little uh, asterisk, or there's a little excerpt that uh, Ryan Gorsey, who was on our show a couple of weeks ago, he wrote um, on his article. He said, uh, as a freshman with the Rebels, Cornish averaged 5.5 points, 1.6 rebounds, and 16.3 minutes per game. Uh, last season, he averaged 21.6 minutes per game on the floor, shot 35.4% from the field, 30.1% from three. Yeah, he was. Um, from what I've heard and seen, he was inconsistent in that kind of... It was a positive, uh, positive feedback loop in that it would just screw with his confidence, and then it goes downhill, his minutes get cut, keeps going downhill, so on and so forth, and it just wasn't a good year for him, and it wasn't a good fit. So yeah, he's I mean, coming here. Granted, his minutes uh, increased, but as increased a freshman... Increased from the year, but I think he was expected to be a starter, and that mm-hmm. just kind of tanked from there. Yeah, I mean, because as a freshman, he hit 48.7% from three, and yeah. he, he plummeted to 30.1%. He, he had mono for the year. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe he did. But he's committed, so he's coming here. Yeah. We At this point right now, we don't have any other scholarships. We have one more. Yeah, which is given to already assigned or uh, verbally committed Don so, Coleman. You have Coleman, you have Cornish, because we're losing three. And uh, or no, wait, Kerr was a walk on. Yeah, we're only losing Glapian and Wallace, who are our two scholarship guys. Yeah, may there. I don't know what's going on with this guy now. Yeah, um, maybe he's uh, not coming in as a, or they're gonna find space for him or something. I don't yeah. know what they're gonna do if someone's leaving unbeknownst to us. Yeah. Uh, and also on that note, in terms of transfers, despite the fact that we have no more scholarships to offer in terms of just how the numbers work, yeah. uh, we there's another potential transfer that's available is a point guard from Duke, uh, Derek Thornton uh, from fin- He played at Finlay Prep last year, six two five. He was a five star recruit. He was actually coming uh, to Cal for an official visit. Uh, he had it planned for this summer, but Coach K convinced him to reclassify from the class of 2016 to the class of 2015. Uh, to come in 
And that's what he did. He gave up, you know, playing in the McDonald's All-American game, the Jordan Brand Classic, all that all stuff. All that fun stuff. Yeah, and he played with this Duke team last year, or this year with uh, Grayson Allen at, at the point. He played the backup point guard spot. Mm-hmm. And he's decided to move back somewhere closer to home. Decided he didn't want to back up Ted Cruz incarnate. <laughs> so, the yeah. Zodiac killer. So yeah, he's he's available for a transfer. We were so yeah. as I said, he was planning on coming in, in as a, for an official visit. He's originally from Chatsworth, California, down in Southern California. It's close enough. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I mean, we're probably not gonna get him unless we murder Chaka and frame Huffnagel for it. <laughs> but it's a fun thought. I mean, he's a five star kid. So and if he's going to Duke, you know, he's good academically. So yeah. he'll fit in fine here yeah. if he were to hypothetically come, but I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't think that's going to happen either, but it, it we can all dream. Yeah. We can all dream. Dream a little dream of this I guy. Mean, can you just imagine if we were to pick this guy up, he sits out a year, right? Yeah. Just, just think of this. He sits out a year, so Singer would be the starting point guard this upcoming year. He would leave, which means after sitting out a year, Derek Thornton, who is a five-star point guard, would become our starting point guard. Along with that class that has just left with Singer, with Matthews, with Bird, mm-hmm. uh, with Mute, that gives us four to five scholarships to hand out. And probably if Rab and Brown don't leave this year, they leave the next year. Mm-hmm. So that would, would that would make it six or seven. I'm highly sure we could convince some we could convince big time some, guys to say, some, "Hey, we some got ballers a- and shot callers," as they were. Exactly, we got a five star point guard here already waiting for you. All we need is one of you guys to start shooting threes, another guy to slash, another guy to grab rebounds, and another guy to basically be our next Riven Rab. Yeah. That's, I mean... Be large, make shots. Yeah. That's what I want from our basketball recruits, because we, we don't have too many big men. Nope. And I mean, I know that the four spot is changing as far as how it's looked at in the NBA and the NCAAs, how you're... Looking for stretch fours now. You're looking for guys in the Draymond Green mold who yeah. can Even do the, anything, or the Jalen Brown molds too. Just faster, athletic, and just can yeah. just draw guys and spin these. Can make threes. Yeah, but that I'm not sure that we're gonna get that here. No, we're gonna catching lightning in a bottle like that with one in one guy. Yeah, it's hard. And when there's 350 other Division One schools that are gunning for the same thing as you, it's even harder. Yeah, but I, I mean, I will say we we are in the mix for a lot of pretty good uh, basketball players in that 2017 yeah. class. So um, we got uh, Jamarl Baker and uh, Alan Al Hickman is Hickman. already committed. Um, so, I mean, looking at the other guys, the other five star guys, and this is just a little anecdote before we move on. But we got guys like PJ Washington, who's a five star uh, swingman. Mm-hmm. Um, we got good. guys like Ira Lee, who's up at Prolific Prep in Napa. He's a four star power forward. Um, and it's then, weird uh, to have that school like right there yeah. in wine country. Yep, uh, they're prep schools. So they don't play in any league. They can't play for state championships or anything yeah. like that. But I mean, so they can't go to Justin Siena over there and beat the crap out of them. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then you have you know like a center. Uh, I can't. I don't know how to say the last name, but Obiaku. Um, he's a four star center um, on the probably in the top one hundred for most recruiting websites as well. So, you know, if you think about it that way, you know, I, I dream of getting Derek Thornton, him sitting out a year, and then him starting this following season with guys like Alec Hickman and P.J. Washington and Ira Lee and Obiaku. Like, that that sounds like a pretty stacked lineup, fun yeah. team to watch, in my opinion. Um, but, I mean, 
we don't know what the future holds. We we can only speculate, speculate, and which we is can what only we're hope. doing right now. That's isn't that all we do? All we do is speculate. Yeah, I mean, we're <laughs> not paid or anything. No, so. we're not. No, we're not. Um, and also, on that note, the Ivan Rab and Jalen Brown watch. Dun, okay, dun, dun. so I'm just getting this note from the newsroom over here, the invisible newsroom that's right next to me. Island, Island, Ivan Rab and Jalen Brown watch. Another week. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Literally nothing. This is, I mean, I don't know how else to explain this. There has been nothing on the front. We have not heard whispers, not even a single rumor. No, like, nothing. Not even smoke signals or anything. No, no. We're having to like interpret tweets or something. No, should we interpret another tweet? Um, it was we, like we Jalen talk- Brown speaking in Spanish. Yep. Pelota es vida. Yep. We also saw, um, on another note, uh, Coach Nicodemus put out another little video on Twitter with the entire basketball team learning how to play tennis from the women's tennis team. Yeah. Um, and uh, Ivan is in that video. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Maybe we're sending Chaka to the tennis team, <laughs> and that's how we're getting Thornton over here. So I feel like he'd be... He's the right size for tennis, to be honest. Just quicker guy who can cover space. Yeah, yeah. I think Ivan and Cameron Rooks and Colwell would probably have a little bit of a hard time getting digging in for those low balls. Yeah. Um, but the other guys, I think they look, they look like they were having fun. Yeah, no, you... I mean, you have to have good knees to play tennis. <laughs> you're, you're running around, you're diving around, you're doing anything. It's it's honestly a lot of the same skills, now that you think of it. It's a lot of quick twitch, running back and forth, yeah. so on and so forth. So that's it. Another another week of another nothing. But we do have one question from a listener yep. asking uh, if there's any um, news on the assistant coach watch. Yeah, so just we- a little recap of the assistant coach watch. We, have, of course, know Coach Hoffnagel is now at... The University of Nevada. Um, But uh, Coach... Webster. Webster, that's right. Coach Webster was in the mix for the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee job. That has now been filled with someone else. So we we no longer have to fill two guys. We just have have to to fill fill one. one. And my speculation about this is that they might bring up Tarwater to be an assistant at that level and may move uh, another guy who was, uh, say, if Nick Kerr wanted to come to the role that Tarwater had this past year. Yeah. Just move them on up, keep guys moving, get new guys in. Even Glapian would be pretty Glapian, big. Glapian, yeah. Would be a I, big, big... I don't know what either of them want to do because I am not in their head. But, but that keeps it in the family. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good That's a pretty good way to keep that momentum going yeah, in and, terms of and it, in-house. And it tells guys that aren't playing that much, that, hey, we're going to take care of you one way or another. Yeah. If you want... The, He's, to quote the immortal Genuine, if you want it, let's do it. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see how that pans out. That's not the lyric at all. No. I think about no. it. No. Um, I, I hear it wrong all the time now. <laughs> so we'll see how that pans out. Uh, in terms of it, I, I don't think it's like a thing of need right now, just because we're not recruiting right now for this incoming class. Um, the new, the 2017 class, they'll start recruiting. Recruiting never stops, but yeah. what I'm saying is we'll get into the thick of things. Money probably, never sleeps. Yeah, right Right as maybe midsummer uh, when those AAU leagues start back up. I think that's when we'll get into the thick of things in terms of 2017 recruiting. So if we have it all scheduled out by then, I think we'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, but for right now, there's really nothing else more to talk about. Um, so we'll end with uh, a little bit of baseball talk. 
uh, we lost a heartbreaker to Stanford last week. Yeah. Absolute heartbreaker. It's bad to lose to Stanford in any sport. Yeah. But what can you do? Yeah. It's baseball. Mm-hmm. And then we it's lost... The sport with the most variance, I think. Yeah, I mean, the game isn't technically over until the final out. Like, yeah. you can be up 10 to 0. And it could be the bottom of the ninth with two outs, yeah. and you you can still come back. Yeah, as has happened in several games of MVP baseball, <laughs> which I still contend is the best baseball game that I'm sad they no longer make it. Really? I, backyard baseball was pretty... Well, uh, that that's uh, kind of different, because that was a series of sports games in general. Because um, we, we both know how Pablo Sanchez dominated all of them. He was the Deion Sanders of his day on steroids. That was... The kid was juicing... Did you see the size of his head? <laughs> I put a picture of him yeah, uh, I, on on, uh, on Instagram and Facebook, and I said, this is the true life of Pablo. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> he was great, too. Him, I like the kid in the wheelchair, too. I remember him being good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like was, he was a Wheeler fun. or something. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody likes puns. Yeah. Uh, I love those names from those games. Yeah. Uh, all think, those names were great. I played mostly backyard football. Oh, that one was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Got real good at it. Um, all right, and and also they went up to Oregon and they lost uh, two out of three games. They lost the they won the first one twelve and to two, just and then they lost four three and then eleven five. Um, much like so. Kanye, he it all falls down. Yeah, so we were number eleven going into last week. We're uh, seventeen. We're seventeen now. So, but we still we're eight and five in the Pac twelve. We're nineteen nine overall, and we still have the. We're at top of the table in the Pac-12. Yeah, we're the best team. Yeah. And I think it's going to stay that way because we beat the team that was the best team in Oregon State. State. Yeah. And we swept them, so. And we're we're the Ric Flair of the conference right now. We <laughs> beat the man, so yeah. we are the man. Yeah. Do we want to be the man? Um, do we want to be Ric Flair? I'm not sure. Yeah. Do we want to be the man? Sure. Yeah. We don't want to be kiss dealing, wheel dealing, <laughs> 0 for 4 on divorces. Um, that wraps it up for us. Uh, we did not have any questions from fans today. Except uh, the one about the assistant coaches that we already completely answered. speculated on. Yep. Yep. So, whoo. Um, that wraps it up for us. Uh, if you are coming to the spring game, come say hello. Although, I'm pretty sure you can't say hello to both of us because one Much of us... Much like John Cena, you will not be able to see us. No, just because one of us will be up in the press box and one of us will be on the field. It's yeah. up to you to figure out who where, who is where. Yeah. Um, but... If you do see us, uh, say hello. I actually, a little side note, I actually had a guy come up to me uh, yesterday, uh, to me and Eugene, after practice. Um, a freshman at Cal, who's part of Rallycom, came mm-hmm. up to us and started talking to us because he was at the game and he was, you know, he was there at practice for the first time. Is one of his first practices ever. And he didn't know, you know, player names and things like mm-hmm. that and what he was looking for. So he was following us on Twitter. Yeah. And he came up to us and he talked to us and... It was cool to see. It was cool to finally meet someone who, you know, was reading our, our reading stuff. our stuff and right. um, is just interested and was asking us questions about about that, so on and so forth. So as much as we say we have no idea what we're talking about. We we, act, we lie. We have a lot of we idea have, yeah. what we're talking yeah. about. We're um, just modest. <laughs> until I said that. Yeah, until you said that. That It oh, no well. longer becomes humble when you say that you are humble. Hey, I won awards for humility, <laughs> damn it. Uh, so that, yeah. So, yeah, if you do see us, come say hello. If you want to talk to us about football, basketball, whatever, yeah. whatnot, come talk to us. Yeah, we're more than happy to talk. We love talking to people. I mean, explain who you are first and how Please. you know us. Please because do. Because it's weird. <laughs> like, I 
I was at Safeway the other day, and I got some guy just said hi to me and gave me a fist bump, and it took me until later. It was because of my Macho Man Randy Savage t-shirt. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, he transcends all age and racial barriers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, please come talk to us yeah. once again. I'm just repeating Or don't over. if you don't want to. Yeah, you don't have to. But if you do, uh, if you talk to us and you don't like us, you know you can always tweet at a guy named Nam. And, yeah. Uh, and at Twist and Hook. Yes. Those guys will. Nam will take more of your hate mail, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he loves it. Chews it up, spits it back out. Yep. Yep. He won't eat it. No. No, he will not. Um, so that wraps it up for us. He just pre-chews for his little... <laughs> um, I'm not even going to finish that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> That wraps it up for us. You know where to find us on Twitter at Rob11HWNG, at, at Trace Travers3, at, at Golden Blogs, CaliforniaGoldenBlogs.com, CGB Bearcast at gmail.com. That's how you email us. And that is it. And we'll give you Nam's cell phone number. Wait, I don't have it. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> we don't do that. No, we don't do that. We don't. We don't. It's uh, actually it's uh, 510 8675309. Ask for Jenny. Some random person is going to get a phone call. <laughs> I think, do you not know that reference? I do not know that That's reference. A, it's a band, 80s one hit wonder, Tommy Two-Tone. It's a song called 8675309. Oh, and anyone who has that number gets asked if if they're Jenny because of the song. I You got to listen to that right after we get off of this. I will do that. I will so, do that. All right. It's a classic song, so. All right, and uh, that wraps it up first. And as always, go Bears. Go Bears. You know it! Why? You tell the story! Why? You tell the whole damn world this is bear territory! You know it! Why? You tell the story! Why? You tell the whole damn world this is bear territory! You know it! Why? You tell the story! Why? You tell the whole damn world this is bear territory! Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.